Now entering Nerdist.com. True it with a guy named Kevin. True it and this other guy Steve. True it from the TV and the movies, and now this podcast stream. True it, they're gonna get chewy. True it, they might even get me. True it, but they're gonna get funky on this podcast thing. Mm, what's up? Mm, what's up? What are you eating? I'm eating a White Castle hamburger. Oh, you are? Yeah. A slider? A slider. Okay. A frozen White ha- White Castle slider, <laughs> which has been my sustenance <laughs> since is, is that what you're getting out of the uh, the snack shop at the hotel? Yeah, I just I bought my second uh, six-pack today. <laughs> okay. Ate uh, two of them for uh, for lunch. Oh, that's weird. Okay. Why is that? Should weird? we go get a good dinner tonight though, or? Yeah, I found a, I found a really nice place. Okay. You and I, you and me. Yeah. All right. That's romantic. I mean, like, not, no, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. So, you know, True Crew, listen, we're in Portland, right? Right, we're in Portland. We're recording from our, our lovely hotel room in That's Portland, right. Oregon. That's right. Doing some shows. We're doing shows here at the Helium Comedy Club. Yeah. We're, uh, it's Having Saturday. a great time. Yeah, a lot of True Crew here. A lot of True Crew. Yeah. We're, we're about to wrap up our, our run of five shows here at the Portland Helium. Yeah. It's been lovely so far. Yep. I have to say, this has been my favorite visit to Portland. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Well, should we wait? Let's, should we, let's wait. Because aren't you going to talk about that in the thing? Uh, sure, yes. Because we got things to talk about. For us, plug first. Okay. People, Get the plug out of the way. Hand. The hand is out. Well, we got a big week. This is a big week for us. Give it. Lead it. It's lead exciting. Us. Lead us. We got to make sure the True Crew backs us up here. Yeah, come on, True Crew. Uh, Friday night. This Friday night, November 11th, is the world premiere of the new Lemmy Heffernan stand-up special, Below the Belt, on Comedy Central. It's exciting, and they're giving us a whole night on Comedy Central. So they're doing Beer Fest, Super Troopers, and then our special is at midnight. So it's 8 o'clock Beer Fest, 10 o'clock Super Troopers, midnight our special. Then it's 1 a.m. Super Troopers Uncensored, 3 a.m. our special Uncensored. That's East Coast time. West Coast time, it's what? 5, 7, 9. Yeah, so 9 p.m. 9 p.m. is our special. West Coast. Right. And then 10 is Super Troopers Uncensored. Midnight is our special Uncensored. Our live special airs midnight on the East Coast, yep. 9 p.m. on the West Coast. Right. And then it will run again three hours later. Right. Sandwiched around it yeah. are the beer, are beer Fest and Super Troopers. Yeah, Super Troopers twice and Beer Fest. Well, that's exciting, though, right? We shot that special in Denver a little while back, so if you were in the room there, you're going to get some FaceTime. you got to tune in, people. Right? Yeah, um, uh, and it's a great, it's fun, it's a great special. There's a lot of swearing. I beeped out. I'm sorry. You did. <laughs> it's you know. By the way, if you were at the show, what you'll notice is that this this show, like we cut the special and cut it at 90 minutes. It was a yeah. 90 minute show yep. because our our live show is 90. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, but Comedy Central has it. You know, it's going to play for an hour. So right, we have to rally to get this thing out on DVD. Yeah, we'll have all the other features, right? Because we did a lot of audience participation in that thing, and a lot of it doesn't make it. Yeah. Know? So I mean, half our show. Yeah, is and not... there's great stuff. So we'll but, get it out there. We'll get it out there. But, but just start by watching the special first. Yeah, read between the lines here. You're getting the cream of the crop. That's right. So Friday, November 11th, Comedy Central, Broken Lizard Night. Check Be- it out. Below the belt. It's going to be great. I'm really excited about that. I am, too. I'm excited for it to, to get out there. Like I was ex- you know, we have uh, the special Fat Man Little Boy on Netflix. Netflix. right, which you can watch anytime. You can watch anytime. I was very excited about that. Yeah. Um, but for some reason, I'm, I'm more excited about our special. Like a world premiere on Comedy Central. It's Comedy exciting. Comedy Central. It's exciting. Yeah. Um, and then, okay, so that's that. Check that out. And then uh, this weekend... While awesome. the Comedy Central special is airing, we will be in Madison, Wisconsin, doing yeah. shows. Right, so we'll be at Comedy Club on State on uh, November 10th, 11th, and 12th. Yeah, a couple of those shows are already sold out. I think uh, the Friday early and the Saturday early are sold out. Yeah, there's a, there's, I think there's going to be three sold out. So. Yeah. So check in, see if you can get some tickets there. HeffernanLemmy.com uh, will have the links, or you can go to Comedy Club on State. Then in December, uh, the first weekend will be in Arlington, Virginia, at the Arlington Draft House, December 2nd and 3rd. And then the next weekend will be in Philly at Helium. The 8th, 9th, and 10th? Is that what it is? Uh, I believe so, okay, yes. Okay, good. We'll be in Philly. Yeah, Philly Helium. We've okay. N- another place we've never been. I know. I'm excited. Yeah. It'll be good. we got some good dates coming up. Yeah, it's right? awesome. We're going to close out the year with a ba-ba-bang. A ba-bang. Okay. Yeah. I love it. We're in Portland. Yeah. And it's raining today. It's raining today. This was the first rainy day, though. Yeah, it's been nice it's so It's been really far. beautiful. It's been a little wet. But even the rain is kind of nice for us for coming from L.A. You go out in the... I went for a jog in jog the rain. Out there. Okay. Yeah, it's mostly it's like teeming out there. Okay. I went yesterday. In the dry. In the dry, and then I went to the the gym today. 
Just try to stay in shape, bro. Yeah, bro. That's all you can do. <laughs> One day at a time. But uh, the show's been great. Portland's great. Portland's great. And, and let's talk about it. Let's, let's... We should come here more often. I it's have... close. It's close to where we live. It is very close. Yeah. And it's quite lovely. It I've, is en- lovely. I've enjoyed my stay here. And I owe it all to you. And uh, you do? owe it all to you. You do? Boom. Yeah. Okay. It's hotel selection was key. Oh, because I selected this particular hotel that we're in, and the location is very good, right? Well, I have to admit, now that I have turned around and I purely love Portland, Oregon. Yep. Okay. Um, that you know, the first time we were here, we played at the Aladdin Theater, and the second time that was we were, a Broken Lizard show. That was a Broken Lizard show, yep. and then the second time was you and me playing at uh, the Hawthorne Theater. The Hawthorne Theater. You're going yep. fin- to finish all my sentences. Well, when you pause, it makes me feel like you don't know what you're going to say, so I'm going to help you. <laughs> no, I'm, those are called caesuras. And otherwise, I have to go in and edit out all your pauses. Oh well, so, look, I don't want to do. Just, I keep my pause to myself, <laughs> then I guess. Um, I have always found our Portland experiences to be a little bit grungy. Okay. And maybe uh, there is a grungy side to Portland, right? There is a grungy side, but now we're staying down by the river. Right, and we're like you know by the river walk. Area. Oh yeah, yeah, it's nice. And I went jogging out there, and even though it was drizzling out there, it's just, it's a beautiful area of Portland. Sure, but I bet all like the the hardcore Portland people are like fucking river area. Sure, like that gentrification bullshit, man. Well, what I'm saying. No, but I think Portland embraces their grunge. Right, they that's do just a part of Portland. They do. It is part of the grunginess. There is yeah. a you know the very uh, a hairy aspect. Yeah, to, but it's uh, also most like a very kind of millennial kind of feel too. That the grunge kind of there's uh, there's it's it's crunch meets millennial. Right, it's a millennial crunch. Which I think that's why it's got a good vibe. Yeah, it's got a good vibe here. But I really, I, I, what I'm trying to say is that now that I've seen this side of Portland, oh. I've decided I love it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's I like a good eyes. harbor town. You that, do. That's something I, I will say. I'll just add that to my list. Of, <laughs> okay. Since we're doing things. If it's got the word port in it, you love it. Well, that's exactly right. So last week we did our hates. Right. So this week, you know. We're doing loves today? We're going to balance it out. We're going to put some love. That's good. That's more positive, isn't it? It is positive. Like loves are way more positive than Yeah, because we have a much easier time coming up with our hates because there's so many things in our days that we're like, God, I fucking hate that. Right. Sometimes, Kevin, it's nice to sit back and say, what do I love? Yeah, you got to take the time to think about things you love sometimes. What do I love? Right. So I love harbor towns. You do? <laughs> I do. I do. I love harbor the towns. top of the list. You love harbor towns because you like the water or because what's the deal? Well, I do love, see, I'm very specific about my water love. Yeah. Because I'm not a beach guy. Yeah. I do love driving down the ocean. Yeah. But I, like, I don't like going to the beach. I really like rivers. Right. I really like rivers. I'll tell you this. What's interesting about that is that most major cities in America are harbor towns. There's a reason for that. <laughs> there is a reason for that. There's a reason for that. <laughs> That's right. It's hard to find the harbor town, the major city that's not a harbor town. Sure. Denver, maybe? Um, there are a few in Texas, Dallas. But, you know, your Chicago's, your Cleveland's, your New York, your Boston, your San Francisco, Portland, sure. Seattle, it's because LA, of the port. San Diego. It's for trade. Right. That's how these cities were that's built. That's right. On trade. Right. St. Louis. I mean, those are the ones. They're, they're on rivers. or the, Yeah. yeah that's there you go. A little history lesson. Wow. There you go. Well, that's why you come to the chew. <laughs> that's why we're chewing it. Right now, we're just chewing. But you like the water. You like to be able to run along the water. You like to. It's also like, you know, we're coming seagulls. in on a plane. I yeah. love seagulls. Yeah. Everyone knows I love seagulls. That's next on my list. <laughs> Um, you know, you come in on the plane and you look yeah. down and you can see all the boats in the marina. I love that shit. Okay. I you love, love boats in the marina. I, I do. Okay. I do. I, I, you know, it could be, look, I grew up on Manhattan Island. I'm an yeah. islander. I know. You know. I know. People don't realize that about uh, New York City. I know. It's a harbor town. I grew up on the water also, New Haven. You, re- you grew up right on the That's water. That's right. So. Like your backyard is the, 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 the Long, Long Island, Island Sound. Sound. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I, I just, I've always been fascinated by maritime activity. Okay, maybe you'll, you'll grow up to be Jimmy Buffett. Do you know what? Yeah, I was thinking that as we were coming on the plane, and I, I had my nose pressed up against the window as I was looking down at the marina of Portland, yeah. Oregon, and I looked at all like the, the houseboats, like oh, a ton of houseboats. I would love to see you live in a houseboat. I was like, you know what? I, I've got my calling now. <laughs> I've got my calling. I am going to. I'll never retire from showbiz. I, I don't okay. think it's in me to stop writing. Okay. But I think at a certain point, maybe when I turn 50, I'm going to get a fucking boat. Are you? And I'm going to learn how to sail. Okay. This, is, this sounds like your guitar lessons thing. Dude, I'm pretty good at the guitar. <laughs> anyway, I love Harbor So you're going to go houseboat, and then we're going to make a TV show about it, and you're going to be a private detective living in a houseboat solving crimes. Is that what's going to happen? Dude. 
That's a fucking great <laughs> idea. Join the pantheon of TV characters and movie characters that live in houseboats. Dude, that's a great idea. Right? Let's put him on a houseboat. Well, no, because here's the thing. Like, give me a guy on a houseboat. Don't right. you dare say uh, Sonny Burnett from Miami Vice, because he just had a Sonny boat. Sonny Burnett from Miami Vice. Are Quincy. Quincy lived on a houseboat? Yeah, Quincy lived on a houseboat. Oh, that's, that's like 45 years yeah, he ago. he did. What was that movie, Bruce Willis, where he's a cop living on a houseboat? Oh, uh, Strike Force? Something like that. Point Force. Yeah, Force something. Point. That was one of those ones, one of my favorite movie cliches, <laughs> when uh, they're about to introduce him to his partner. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, your new partner, uh, Joe Barnett. Right. And then he like walks and he's talking to Sarah Jessica Parker and he's like, yeah. I'm looking for Joe Barnett. And she's like, I'm Joe. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a woman. Wait a second. Well, wait a minute. Yeah. You're a woman. Yeah, that was one of those okay. in that movie. I think it was called like Strike Force or something like that. Okay. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> yes. Uh, hold on. I'm not done with Portland. Okay, yet. good. No, let's not be done. Because like you and I went to dinner. We did. The other night, Thursday night. We, yeah. we ate at a McCormick and Schmick's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they had tiered seating. Do you think that uh, outs us as not being local guys? Like we ate at a chain steakhouse. <laughs> uh, no, I, it but it was a very Portlandy restaurant. It was uh, on the harbor. Yeah, I'm not. Pre- I, well, I'll I'll fucking say this too. Okay. I like McCormick and Schmick. Me too. So do I. Fuck that it's a chain. So do I. I love it. Like when I see that thing, I'm like, you know what that name? Mean, those two names mean to right. me. Quality. Yeah, steak and seafood, bro. That's, and that's all I like. That's in life. right. That's I, right. Those are my next. Those are my second and third love. That's right. I might have a seafood tonight, dude. I found us a great. Restaurant. Okay. Was well, that? Is it the floating thing? It's the floating thing. Okay. I think I saw that. Yeah. I, I saw that thing. I'm like, that thing's got Steve Lenny's name. I guess we could say it because this won't come out until we're gone. I saw the floaty one. I thought, hey, that'd be a fun thing to go to. Is that open tonight? Uh, I sure hope so. All right. Let's figure that's it where out. we're going. All right. We'll go there. I'm in. Let's do it. I was going to call and make a reservation and surprise you how, <laughs> how much I love it. It's funny because when I jogged by it yesterday, I was like, wouldn't that be a great place for Steve and I to go have dinner? Because <laughs> well, well, hold on. But here's my point the McCormick and Schmick. It yeah. had tiered seating, and yeah. the reason is because the fucking awesome bay window of McCormick and Schmidt right. look right out at the river. And the bridges and all kinds of shit. Yeah, yeah, and they correct. want everyone in that restaurant to experience the view, everyone so it's has like a stadium view. seating. Yeah. And I loved that. I loved it, too. That's a smart way to take advantage of your of your real estate. Yeah, exactly. So then Stadium I, view. Yeah, everyone the yeah. gets the view. That's great. Anyway, so then I jogged by that floating restaurant, I was like... I'm I'm taking Heffron on a date tonight. <laughs> We're gonna be reading right on the. We're water. gonna float and eat, dude. I love it. Okay, Floating no, I'm into it. I'm into it. You just walk over there. Anyway, Portland, I yeah. fucking love yeah, you. Yeah, Portland, I love you. Way and you they have my new favorite. Uh, it's my sliders. Uh, you eat sliders and hor- and uh, and McCormick McCormick Schmicks. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm not really getting the proper local. Okay, but what, what's your favorite? What uh, Mac and Jack beer? Oh yeah, which I tried when we were up at the parlor. But that's not a Portland beer though. It's African beer. It is? Yeah. Okay. You can't even it's see from through Africa. it. Yeah, Mac and Jack from Africa. Oh, really? You can't even see through it. Wow, okay. I didn't, I didn't know. Swamp water. I didn't know uh, it was African. I, I didn't realize it, uh, that like, I was sucking it down in Seattle when we were there in, in oh, okay. Bellevue, and, uh, and then I noticed they had it again. It's probably one of the sweet beers you like. No, it's not sweet. It's an amber. Okay. It's an amber beer. Yeah, you might not like it. it might right. be I might try too it. Manly. I might too manly for Well, me. you've been drunk the entire time we've been here. That's not true at all. Like, That's uh, not true at all. Like Thursday, you had you had beer before we even went we out did. to dinner. I had a couple of, of a, like a strong, I don't remember which one it was, but like a strong IPA. Yeah, and then when and we... And I, I was two in at dinner. Well, actually, I think it says three in at dinner, and I was like, holy shit. Yeah, you were, after your first do show. dinner beer, you were like, I'm a little tipsy. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> you you no. did say you were fucked up. I think I said, hey, excuse me, I gotta go vomit. I'll be right back. Yeah, you probably said something like yeah, that. something tough like that. No, no, but you were like, all right, you, you're getting bar tan already at dinner and everything, and then... <laughs> um, well, you know those Thursday nights, man. Thursday I've decided... You overreach on Thursday nights. Yeah. I, I, we didn't, and we didn't play it hard on Thursday night. No. But no. I was super exhausted for press on Friday. Yeah, sure. But anyway, sure. that's a long love. That's a love. Okay, that's poor. That's great. Okay. What do you got? Uh, I love, and this will take us into what I was talking about earlier. I love uh, editing. I love the editing process of movie making. Okay. Um, I'm going to tell you something right now. Give it to and me. And this this is going to be for the Chew Crew too. Okay, Chew Crew, brace yourselves. Um, I just received. Uh, I just received the first cut, of Super Troopers too. Oh fuck yeah! And uh, what happens is uh, an editor. Or our editor puts together. Uh, it's the kind of the union rules and the way the movie works. But you give the editor the chance to make the first cut, right, without us interfering. 
Yeah. And so uh, he starts while in the process of shooting, he starts while we're shooting and he cuts all along while we're shooting, make sure we're not missing anything, make sure everything puts together. And then he takes a couple more weeks. So he takes 10 weeks mm-hmm. total to put together his first cut. So he did it. Yeah. And it's called an assembly cut. Mm. And it's kind of like a big rough cut. It's a big, it's, 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 it's a little over two hours. Yeah. And um, uh, I haven't watched it yet because Jay and I made a pact to watch it together. Oh, fuck you. I was going to say <laughs> we should watch it tonight. <laughs> well, no, it's, a, it's like a massive file. So. Okay. Uh, and I told Jay I wouldn't. So. Okay. Because we're, not, we're in Portland. I told Jay I'd watch it with him. Oh, he's that bastard. He's <laughs> cock-blocking me. I'm going to talk you into it tonight. But you don't want to watch it anyway. I do want like to watch it. watch Assembly Cuts. I can't wait to watch it. I think Super Troopers 2 is going to be a great movie. Me too. Me too. Well, I, I will tell you this, though. Uh, and for the True Crew, like, that doesn't really mean we're close yet. The assembly cut is just the big, fat, rough cut where the guy puts everything in. And so yeah. now we have to go in, and it'll take months for us. We'll go in. Uh, it'll take us to the end of the year. We'll go in and start going scene by scene and make sure it's exactly the way we want it all the way through. Well, truthfully, and that'll be the process that starts on Monday. Yeah, over here at Broken Lizard Industries, I will say, I'm, I'm just sucking your dick today, Kevin. Thanks, bro. We have, we're armed with Kevin Heffernan. Now, Kevin <laughs> does something that I don't know how many filmmakers actually do it. Right. Kevin Heffernan watches every ounce of footage that we shot, every single take yeah. he watches from beginning to end. Is that a, 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 the result of the early days, like with Puddle Cruiser, when we were literally getting blood from a stone? Like we had so, I think so, so. so little footage. I think so. Like and you would have to try to scrap together a scene, and you would use footage like before action. Yeah. Before they said action. Yeah. There's a little piece in there that like, we can like, use. Oh, to, there's a funny, honest reaction yeah, from there's that There's a person. look that we can use. Yeah. It's fun to know everything. Like, you might have some great aside that you made at some point. You know what I mean? Well, which is likely in, in that now, in the digital age, right? we just keep the cameras rolling. Yeah. And so, like, you'll do a take. They'll say, okay, hold on, we're going to go back and do that again. And then, like, some bullshitting starts to happen. Yeah. You know, maybe there's an exchange between people, but we can use all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, and sometimes also you find, like, funny, like, blooper-type material, which people like, too. You yeah. Know? And you flag that. It's actually just being anal, sort of this. No, but no. Make sure you know all of all But it's footage. extremely useful because, like, uh, we—I yeah. mean, we experienced it, you know, with the uh, the TBS pilot. Yeah. Where I mean, you're like a human computer. Where somebody's like, "Man, it would be cool if we had something like this," and you're like, "We've got that." And then you go into your <laughs> log, and you're like, "Scene thirty-three, take Apple B, whatever the fuck it is." Right. And sure enough, we go and look at it. And it's like, "Holy shit, Heffernan, you've done it again." <laughs> right. So kudos to you. Thank you, sir. I don't know. I, I like to make sure that we get like that because when the guy assembles it. He'll assemble it according to the script, too. So, like, if there's, like, a flight of fancy that goes on somewhere, he might not yeah. be able to fit that in there. And then when Jay and I go and we look at it, we're like, oh, let's figure, let's figure out how to put this thing in. We yeah. do that. But, no, I, and I, I love the, that process because it's also it's that moment. That's like you have a moment, you watch a scene, and it's a good scene, but it needs a little something extra. And then you find that improv or whatever it is, and then you pop it in there and it makes it so much better. Yeah. And that's, like, the beauty of finding the jokes in the editing room. Well, it's like also great. it's like uh, doing a puzzle. Yeah, and the, that's the feeling of accomplishment when you put the puzzle together. Yeah, you know, and then you start like thinking about it. It's you know, like we've talked about these you know, like waiter dreams. Like you have editing dreams. Like yeah. you're you work all day long in the editing room, and then you go home and you go to sleep and you edit in your sleep. Yeah, and then you wake up and you're like, "Fuck, I was having an editing dream." But it's also like uh, you know, it's I'm sure it's like this with pretty much every job that people take home with them yeah you know, that uh you know one of the things i find it's the same in writing anyway is like there are times you're staring at something you you don't have the solution now like i do know that if i step away from whatever it is yeah and give myself a day that the solution is going to come to me while yeah. i'm not staring at the thing absolutely you come in with a fresh yeah fresh eyes yeah um but yeah so i mean that's uh we're gonna we're he- heading right into that process right now, and uh, Jay and I go into the room on Monday, mm-hmm. and we'll spend weeks doing it. Yeah, and it'll be great because also we're excited about what we shot, right? I mean, everyone is really pumped up about what we shot, and we know we can put together a good movie. Oh my god, I you know like uh, it's I love Super Troopers. I love the first Super Troopers, yeah. but you know we were on a shoestring budget, and we had limitations just. I think even creatively, we we didn't know yet what we could do. Right. Like we, I mean, we we put together a good movie, but we didn't, we hadn't fully started to explore. We were rookies. Yeah. Whereas, like you know, I think uh, I think Beer Fest was the first time where we really started to get into like we can go fucking wild. Right. 
Um, and then, you know, Slam and Salmon, we were we were contained to one location, but yeah. we did have lots of flights of fancy. Yeah, and lots of cameos, and that's cam- what's good about this movie is there's just so, so many different performances. So many different performances. Which is great. Rob Lowe drills it. Yeah. Everybody All those drills Mounties. It. The Mounties drilled it. Everyone in Shrieky. Shrieky Reeky drilled yeah. it. Yeah, that's great. Okay. All right. So. Editing. I love, I love the editing process. In the okay. Movie, in the movie making process, I love the editing process. Okay. Uh, that's great. All right. Here. Here's one. Go. In this hotel, I discovered there's something that I love about this hotel that I that I, is a love of mine. Okay, am we've I guessing? It, we've had it in other hotels, like we okay. had it in the hotel where we shot the first week of Super Troopers. Okay, um, you want to okay. guess? Am I guessing? You want to guess? Sure, um, take a guess. Unlimited outlets. No. Uh, ooh, good one though. Your hotel room. <laughs> I love your hotel room. Yeah, there's a lot of outlets here. There's so many. I mean, there's two right next. You have eight things plugged in. I got one behind me on the I know, wall. I got there. it all. Like there. are... Dare I say, there are almost okay. too many. I know that's a love of yours. We talked about that. Though. I love electric Lo- outlets. I love outlets and hotel rooms. Oh, my God. I love it. Right. And hate when they don't have it. Fucking hate it. Okay. So am I still guessing about hey, what you, you love about this hotel? I'll, I'll give you a hint. It's it's in the lobby. It's in the lobby it's of this in hotel. in the lobby. Is it um, one of those snack shops? Mm. One of those unlimited 24-hour snack shops? I do like their collection of <laughs> snack shop. Uh, like a great beer selection. Okay. There. Is it the buffet, breakfast buffet? Nope. <laughs> okay, because you haven't hit that yet. I haven't hit that. <laughs> I never hit that. All right, what is that? I, I will know. say, you know, as a side note, ref- yeah. I love the refrigerators in the hotel rooms. They're good. They keep shit fucking cold. Yeah, it's a full refrigerator. It's a full-sized refrigerator. Yeah, but that thing, like, my water bottle in there, like, yeah. I took a sip of the water and, like, it killed me. It almost <laughs> blew up my head. It was so fucking cold. Fucking like, cold. Like, I woke up and I went to take it. I was like, it's too cold, <laughs> which I love. Uh, what? What's uh, it? What? Okay. You know what I love in... It doesn't have to just be in a hotel lobby, but yeah. I love a booth with its own TV set in it. A booth with its own TV set in it. Yeah. Okay. So like what? Like if you're sitting down having the food or something? Or? Well, no. It's like so downstairs in the yeah. lobby, there yeah. are a bunch of booths in the seating area, and each yeah. one has its own a private TV set. Okay. You know, people are in there like watching college football and shit. Okay. Um, you know, we went to when we were in Buffalo. I remember we went to that that uh, sports bar. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Watch the Raptors, and they had. Right next to the with TV sets, club. so you can watch what you want to watch. Right, and that to me, it's like it's great. You sit in there, you got a TV set about one foot away from your face <laughs> while you eat some wings and watch some football. Or is that what's sports. wrong with America, Lemmy? Everyone's got their own TV set. Is that what the problem is? You know what, Kev? I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, where's the communal viewing these days? Is that what it comes down to? Well, I mean, remember that sports that sports bar in Buffalo had the biggest TV set we've ever seen in our lives. It's true. That's true. I, that that sports bar became what I believe is the number one sports bar in America. Is it? I think that's the number one sports <laughs> bar in America. It's a gigantic. It's a, it was a two story television. How? I, this is the biggest. What do we watch? Oh, the NFL draft we watched. Yeah, got it. Okay. We were there when uh, when the Buffalo Bills picked Shaq Lawson. Okay, too. Okay, right. He's been hit or miss. Yeah, you know, you know, what are you going to do? It's Buffalo. Right. I know. You know, poor Chuk, poor Buffalo. Um, so you love it when a booth has a TV in it. I love booths with TVs in them. Okay, a private TV in a booth. Okay. And we've got that in our hotel. Okay. Anyway. That's nice. Yeah. Okay. It's a shorter one. It's not a, like a, this is not an opus like my love letter to Portland. Uh, sure. Or my love letter to editing. <laughs> right. But, but you know, listen, this, this you know, is part of, the, really, it's part of the Portland thing. It is. Anyway. It's true. Part of the Portland thing. Um, so that's what I love. Okay. What do you love, Kevin? I love getting a haircut. Like, I love it when my hair gets a little too long, and then I go and get it shaved off. Is that right? And it makes me feel free. It makes me feel... Uh, cool, temperature-wise. Okay. Um, it makes you feel like I've accomplished something. Getting have, a haircut. Have, well, because we've been rock, we've been riding the uh, super low cop cup for quite a while. Yeah. For uh, for and then I have not gotten my haircut since we finished shooting. Oh, I've got my haircut twice. Oh, you have? Okay. I, I cut it myself. Oh, you do? Yeah, I take uh, I take my razor. Okay. My, yeah, uh, I can tell. <laughs> are you? I've been giving myself yeah. sweet well, fucking. No, haircuts. it looks. Um, yeah, I thought maybe your kid did it for you. Um, what's up, everybody? How's it going, Chew uh, Crew? You know what, Kev? I think maybe we won't be eating at that floating <laughs> restaurant uh, together tonight. Uh, but I like it because, you know, you get a little long, and uh, I've been I've been rocking the short do for a while, and now it's getting a little too long, and I'm just going to go get it sheared the fuck off. Okay. And I like that feeling. Some people like having the long, long hair. Like, when was the last time you had long hair? Like, really long hair? Like, 15 years ago? What do you mean, really long hair? I mean, like, like long like stupid hair. long? Yeah, like stupid long. It's been, it's been a while. Um, I can't remember. 
No, it'd probably be a few summers ago. Like okay. I, have, I have somewhere I just like let it go, and you know, my, when my hair gets long, it gets curly. Right, right. And like if I don't put any gel, it's Finkelstein. Right. Yeah, it's just like it's like a fro. <laughs> uh, I've got. If you don't put your product in, bro, is that what happens, dude? Don't even <laughs> fuck with my product. <laughs> my product. Okay. I am my product. My product. I'm, rules. A, I'm a result of my product. So I, I, I live my product. Yeah, dude. Um, all right. Getting a haircut. Love it. You know what I... Th- I don't like to talk to the people cutting my hair. No, I know. I you, like to get you the haircut. Get your, you get the New York Times. You snap it open and <laughs> fucking and mute witness yourself. That's nah, all digital now. Oh, you take your I Kindle? Do, I do the New York Times on the iPad. Okay. Yes. But that like, does it irritate you when the barber... Like, if a barber says, how are you doing today, what will you say to him? Great. How are you doing? Oh, and he'll say, I'm pretty good. How you, what about the election? How, yeah. At what point do you shut off? Uh, I, as soon as I start reading, I think they get the idea. They don't want to talk to me either. I mean, let's not kid each other here. You know what I mean? They want to get the job done. Yeah. Huh? Get the job done. Get paid. Get rid of this guy. Get the next one in the chair. Oh, man. I'm the complete opposite. Are you Chatty Cathy in the I, chair? Oh, I go in there. I got the curlers in and the hair dryer on. Got my and... foils in to color my hair. <laughs> Getting my deep oil treatment, <laughs> my Japanese oil treatment. Just talking about what's going on in my life. Hey, you, what's your name? <laughs> Tell me about your life. Yeah, that's what I do. Okay. But now, you know, like, because I have my hair short, I'm really, I enjoy having my hair so short that I don't have to use product. Oh. You know, okay. like, it makes me feel clean. Yeah, sure. Like, over the past, like, since I've become with my wife, I've gotten more hairless. Oh, really? Yeah, but that's not just your head. That's your balls and shit, right? Yeah, yeah. Your muff. <laughs> yeah, there is no muff. There is no muff anymore, but I it's like it. It's your chest hairs, your armpit hairs. Do you have armpit hairs? I do. Okay. I do. Uh, that's, you know... The only I draw the line there. The only people who shave their armpits are like... Swimmers. swimmers. No, I, I, there are guys shave their armpits. They do? Yeah, sure. Why? I don't know, like the WWE, all those guys have shaved their armpits. Oh. Yeah, but that makes sense. But guys who shave their chest hairs and their and their pubes, I mean, don't they shave their armpits too? Um, I feel like the armpits is one thing where dudes are like, nah, I'll leave my armpits alone. Right, right, okay. But I don't know. I don't think so. You know, I have to go to the expert on this one. Sure. Who's the expert? My wife. Why, does she know armpit hair? Well, like, she's, uh, she's the re- <laughs> she will tell me if, like, <laughs> the hairless dudes have armpit hair. You know? Right. If she knows that shit. Sure. As a, as a, she was a bald lover before. Right. That's funny. That was one of our hates last week, armpit cuts. Yeah, yeah, God. <laughs> That's what happens when you shave your armpit. You get a cut on your armpit. Yeah, who wants that? Boy, who wants that shit? Who wants that? Um, okay. You know, you know, just to tack onto your thing, yeah. something that I found that I love is when I go to the barber to get a shave. Okay. Have you ever done that? I have done that. I don't particularly love that. Oh, I love that. There's something I don't like people rubbing a razor on my jugular. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I like to take care of that myself. Yeah, but that's part of the thrill. I guess so, right? <laughs> Uh, that's it, though. It's like, you know, okay, I'm putting my... I'm trusting in this person. Right. And they are going to take a blade, a sharp well, blade. I don't know. What's the, what's the thrill of that? I don't oh, know. man, it's, it's great. Okay. Getting shaved. Like, I remember when Stolhansky got married. Um, but, yeah, we, I went to the uh, the haberdashery. Yeah, I, I did that. I, I got bought the shave tu- then. I bought my tuxedo that I currently own from that oh, you did? haberdashery. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you know what I love? Yeah. I have come to love... Yeah. ...the Boston accent. Really? Well, I mean, really? Well, you know what? Okay, let me amend that. I like, I love making fun of the Boston. <laughs> okay, accent. okay. I love, okay. Ta- I love speaking like a okay. Boston. I feel those days are behind us, though. Now, are they not? They are behind us. Yeah. I mean, you know, like um, Supertroopers, shot, Supertroopers, the shoot. Oh, we yeah, shot, we shot it there. Oh yeah, we shot it there right at the beginning of football season when Tom Terrific was suspended. Okay, I feel like we haven't gotten a chance to do our Boston accent in a while since we left. You think do you it's miss rusty? it? Um, uh, no, no, I don't think it's rusty. I'm just saying, you know. I do miss it because we were doing it all the time. We were doing it. The Chew Crew knows that. The Chew Crew knows that. But then, like, you know, there were times where we were, like, on the walkie-talkies. Like, yeah. there was that one night we were on the walkies. We were supposed to shoot a a, a scene where the, the police cars are all driving yeah. in a line. Yeah, at night. Yeah. Through the forest. Yeah. And um, and we were waiting on something. We were waiting on, a, on the generator to get yeah. the charge back up again. And yeah. so... It, but some dummy had given us the walkies. You sure, and, and we were opposite. Car- we were different cars, so yeah. we were talking from car to car over the walkie. Yes, and we were communicating with one another, right, endlessly, right, in Boston accents. Which is, you know, it only it, it only happens like a couple times per movie that like we get given the walkies to hold. Yeah. It's when we're in cars. Yeah, it's crazy, it's stupid, and it's a bad move. Sure, 
<laughs> on top of it, most of that crew, I, you know, whatever. I mean, I'd say, you know, 60% of that crew had a Boston accent. Oh, maybe more. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, most we of were doing guys it. were the guys who we were making fun of. <laughs> Um, but I think they liked it. I okay. think they liked hearing us just like, although they did, when we were doing that, they did switch the crew channel. They were like, all right, all right, let's find a different channel right. for the crew to communicate on there because these <laughs> right. guys won't shut all up. Right. And then when they tell you to shut up, it gets even worse. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the problem with us. It's like you can't, if you tell us to not do something, you just fucked yourself. Right, sure. Um, so I love imitating the Boston accent. Okay. Yeah, I like it too. I mean, I like it too. Don't like it was it fun. It was fun. Right. You have to admit, Kev. Yeah. As much as you dislike Boston. Well, I love Boston. I did a love letter to Boston. We did. We both did it. All right. Uh, it was fun shooting the movie there. Great. It was a blast. The crews were awesome. They are great. And they we great. made fun of them hard. <laughs> and I loved that. And they probably made fun of you. Yeah, maybe. Your, st- your stupid accent. I don't have an accent. <laughs> I'm from New York. I don't even have a New York accent. Mm-hmm. I mean, I actually do have a New York accent. Yeah. You just- like I've told you like that, like I, I, I became aware of it when I when I went out to Los Angeles for the first time. I went to a subway. Yeah. And the guy you know, I, I went to buy a chocolate chip cookie. Yeah. And uh, the guy said, You want three? They're three for a dollar and I was like, Nah, but think about it. <laughs> and he was like, What? I go he goes, You sh- three cookies for a dollar? I go, Nah, but think about it. I'm gonna think about it. And then I was I was at the table and I was saying I noticed what I had said. I was like, Nama think about it. Right. <laughs> Nama think about it. I was like, holy shit, that's my New York accent right there. Nama think about it? Nama think about it. That's ridiculous. Nama think about it. Nama think about it. Like, okay. Holy shit, I have a thick New York accent. Sure. But I don't really. Right. I speak the Queen's English. <laughs> you Listen do. to me. Listen, if I want the to. The Queen's English. If I want to, I could go to an embassy function. <laughs> if I want In to. that tuxedo you bought at that haberdasher. With my clean shave. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. Won't bring you, though. Tell you what. That's fine. I don't, I don't, go, to amb- I don't go to embassies. Yeah, you're right. We don't want you there, too. <laughs> the ugly American. You right? take your first bite, spill all over your tuxedo shirt. God damn sure. it. Sure. Sure. All right, go. Okay, um, you know what? We were slamming a lot of airplane stuff uh, on hates, and I'm going to go with something I love on the airplane. Okay. Okay, Okay. wait, let me guess. Don't guess, I'm just going to say it. Okay, say it. I love it when the middle seat's empty. Oh, I love that. I love it. I love that. It's that feeling when the doors close, yeah. and you know there's no one in that seat, oh, and yeah. you're like, oh, oh my goodness. Nailed it. Today, in today's airplane world, that's a, a boon, right? Yeah, and even... even like even though I know you don't like to speak to your neighbors or anybody that you yeah. don't know, mm-hmm. even in that instance, you look at the person at the uh, like sure. on the window or the aisle, and you both look at each other, and you're like, "Yeah, yeah. boy," and you share a comment with them. They're like, "Looks like we made out okay." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Looks Our like we're gonna have the luxury room. <laughs> <laughs> then you start trying to take as much of that room as you can sure. against that person. Then you encroach. Like that person might want to put his bag or her bag underneath the seat, under you know the know middle I mean? seat. Yeah, and you're like, "Well, then I want to put my shit on the seat." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, no, I I like first thing that happens that happens, I move my book bag underneath I move all my shit under that middle chair. <laughs> right, right. I don't even ask for permission. Encroach. Right. Yeah. What are they gonna do? Say, hey, that's uh, no, it's not actually nobody's seat. Yeah. Right. Actually it doesn't belong to you. But it's that good feeling where you know and you can like you're sleeping, you can lean to either side, mm-hmm. you can uh put your feet all the way out and stretch it out. It's sad, I guess, that in today's uh travel day that you know, when you have a middle seat, that's a that's a glorious occasion, I guess. No, but. no. I mean, truthfully, I like to work on my flight. Yeah, that too. And so, if the, if that, it's hard as a writer. What I have to do, you have a computer, and then you've got the script that you're working off of. Yeah. If you're doing uh-huh. a revision, right? And if you're not doing a revision, you probably have pages with like an outline or some notes or something like that. Whatever it is, it's not enough room on an airplane if you have a neighbor. But when it's you don't true. have the neighbor. I, you can spread the F out. It's true. And also, I don't like it because the neighbor is going to be looking at what you're writing. Sure. I don't need them looking over my oh, shoulder. Oh, yeah, because I mean, every page of yeah. any script I'm writing has something yeah. questionable. And there might be, you know, I don't need them reading what I'm doing. Sure. So, like, I don't even like to work on my computer when someone's next to me, let alone the fact that it's hard because your elbows are poking out when you're typing. Yeah, you, you have know to know type I mean? like a little T-Rex. Yeah, so when that moment happens, when that door closes and it's empty, it makes you think, you know what, maybe I won't. Sleep this whole flight. Sure. Maybe I'll try to stay awake. Uh, you know, I, I also love about that is when we fly southwest, you know, yeah. when it's like the first come, first serve. <laughs> right, right. You can, you can make or break yourself. Like sure. You and I have a system to yeah, keep that middle. To manufacture the middle seat being open. Yeah, and I'm going to tell, tell the two crew what okay, our system Okay, do it. Is. Go. 
what Kevin and I do when we're on flying Southwest and, yeah. and the plane's filling up, because we're always in the A group, because yeah. we rally. Because we are A. We rally. A. Right. Um, I, Kevin and I will talk really close. Right. Like, we'll go aisle seat, window seat, leaving the middle open, and then talk to each other. But the, and then we'll lean towards each other so that right. we're like, anybody who comes along sees that middle seat, but there's two dudes like... Yeah. Leaning over and having a conversation, having a conversation. Even though sometimes we're not even really talking about anything, we're just like, okay, keep pretend you're talking here. And, uh, oh, okay, now we're talking. Okay, now what? Hey, how's how is um how's your breakfast? Yeah, yeah the, you it's the, it's the guy on the window's <laughs> duty to keep an eye. He's got a better angle right. to look at who's coming on the plane. He's like, okay, keep, there's somebody coming right now. Keep talking. Lean in right now. Come here. Come here. Come here. Okay. Point to that. Like we'll start like pointing. I'll, right. I'll point maybe to, to our work or something. Or yeah. Like, like the arms. We'll, we'll have as much. It'll be like a cobweb of arms across the middle. That empty middle. It's seat. really performance. It's performance art. Is what it is. Yeah, but art. you know what? How yeah. many times has it worked? It works all the time. Yeah. Then all like the time. The doors close and you got that. You have the only empty seat. Sure. I'll Although uh, uh, one or two times, like someone has sat in that seat because they were fans. Oh yeah, that's rough. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm gonna sit between those guys. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, but like, but we try to really like. I mean, we really get close. Like, we true. are like, this seat is not for it's true. you. It's true. It's a good system. Great system. It's a good system. Great anyway, system. take two crew. Okay, from us to you, yeah. Southwest Airlines. That's how you get yeah. a free use it. Seat. Do it. What? All right, what do you got? Okay, I'm just gonna keep it up. I love the Canadian accent. Not just oh. making fun of it. Not just oh, okay. making fun of it. Okay, I do love it. But it I love feels like you could combine this into. I like making fun of. I love making fun of accents. Could have, but I didn't. So here okay. we are. Okay. <laughs> I love okay. making fun of Canadian accents. Like we played in Calgary a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And like we went off on a riff, right? About Canadians, and I like just go to a. Oh yeah, we're gonna get out there and uh, go ice skating. A. Sure. Like oh, you know, I love that shit. Right. I love hearing Canadians like you know Chris Gordon, our friend Chris Gordon. I love when he, yeah. you know, he's like, oh yeah, to go, yeah, go out yeah. there tomorrow. But that was the fun thing also about making Super Troopers 2 is that you got to make fun of the Boston accent and the Canadian accent all yeah. in one fell swoop. Yeah, it's, it was like it was an, an embarrassment of riches. <laughs> right. You know, we've got some guys playing Canadians. Where the whole crew is, you know, mass holes. <laughs> right. It's just like, oh, my God, a, a cornucopia. Sure, and then, and then as soon as we wrap, we go up to Calgary and do our shows and, and we're surrounded by the accent again. Yeah, I love it. It's great. I might move to Canada. It would be funny if you moved there and got the accent. Like if you acquired that accent for reals. Hey there, guys. Yeah. Hey. Oh, shit, Lemmy's talking weird these days, man. Good to see you. All right. Okay, Kev, good talking to you. Cheers. What happened with Lemmy? Oh, Jesus. he's got a Canadian accent. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, get out of here. I do not. I don't have an accent. What get are you talking about? Oh, I do. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry about that. Sorry. I didn't mean to. Sorry about that. I knew you were talking about me, but, you know. Uh, okay, here's what I love, and this is going to be... This is a major thing that's happening between now and when this podcast comes out. We have no, like, things are going to change from when we're recording right now yeah. to when this podcast drops. Yeah. is a major world event, and that is Election Day. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. All right. I As love of, Election Day. Holy I shit. I love Election Day, but... We are doing this right now. We don't know who the president's going to be as we do this. And when this drops, it'll be over. We'll know. Oh, man. I almost wonder if it's irresponsible of us to not air a an election day podcast on Wednesday. Well, but it's election day. On, no, I know. Uh, but like. Uh, oh, you mean we should do something about election reaction. day? Well, we'll record our next one for the next week. Yeah. But we can't now because now we don't know. We don't know. We're recording right now. We don't know what's going to happen on Tuesday. No, but and but and this is going to drop on Wednesday. Yeah, true crew people are listening. The election happened yesterday, <laughs> and we have a new president. I mean, we don't officially yet have a new president. We have a new president elect. Oh man, it must be tough being so anal about your dialogue. <laughs> it is. Huh? Um, it's not. But what I, uh, I th- election day, I love it. It's like to me, it's like the Super Bowl day. I love the Super Bowl day, but like the election day, is just fun. Like just to me, I love like the watch the returns come in like all over the place. And then you, you know, there are different all these referendums, like all these marijuana referendums that are going on. I know. You like, think is, is weed going to get legalized in California? Yeah, it is. Isn't I it? think it is. Yeah. It's and then uh, you know, all the Senate races, all the you know, it's just fun to watch them all. Like I like to sit down in front of my TV on Tuesday night and just watch all that shit. It's fun. By the way, I think it's hilarious how here in Portland, like weed is legal here in Portland. Yeah. Um, the amount of free weed that's just been handed over to us, like there's so much. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's ridiculous. 
it's like uh, people just handing you. That's what they. That's you know, that's their calling card now. Here. Yeah. By the right. way, uh, I loved. I, I don't have the card, the information, but a fellow um, at our Thursday night show, a leathersmith. Yeah. Gifted us um, journals. Yeah. Their journals. Beautiful. Handcrafted. One is a, a br- the Broken Lizard logo. Right. And the other one is the Johnny Chimpo logo. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. I immediately used mine. I've started yeah. using it, and I love it. Yeah, we put some jokes into it already, right? Yeah, I found another good joke we wrote last night, too. Okay, okay. Um, right, maybe, save it. Save it for the stage, Romeo. I will, kid. Okay. I will, kid. Uh, okay, so... But anyway, like, but like, we don't know. Like, uh, uh, something's going to happen here. Something's going to happen. Something is going to happen. And it's going to be big. Yeah, it's going to be big. Either way. It's either going to be uh, the first female president in the history of the country. Or the first orange or president. Or the first fucking buffoon president. Or World War Three. <laughs> right. Um, right. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, uh, it's earth-shaking. I'm a little terrified, obviously, as of this is airing, we know. Uh, we know what's happened. Will you, like, for election day, is it like you get, like, a bunch of beer and you sit and watch on TV? Not beer, no, no. But it's not, it doesn't really, I, I can't watch the speculative stuff, you know. It's when the polls start closing, then yeah. you watch. So, yeah. like, it's like after 8 o'clock. Or so that, Otherwise, it's all speculation, it's all bullshit, it's all exit polls and shit like that. Yeah. But when you get the real numbers... And you start seeing what happens. I think it's exciting. Yeah, because they keep coming in. You know, I mean, it's like a you know, it's an event. Yeah, and uh, I already voted, so I'm good. Yeah, I'm good to go. It's a big one. I have a poll, uh, home poll, 100 yards from my house. Okay, all right. Which is kind of, I I that's something I like. I don't love, but I yeah. like. Yeah. Um, is that like? Well, I'm a little. I'm I'm upset that I voted uh, early because I kind of want to see what it's like at the polls could be crazy. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go. Okay. If you want to come with me. Nah, it's okay. No, nah, you're cool. <laughs> uh, it's kind of, it's, just, it's it's interesting to me, the whole concept of it. Like, there's a person down the street who sets up a pole in their house. It's in their garage. Oh, it's in a garage? Well, well I mean, that's the way they've got it set up. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's a big garage. Right. But, like, you go, I mean, and the whole neighborhood is voting at their house. Okay. That's and, interesting. And it's like, they've got, like, food, and, like, it's like it's a party over there. Okay. But you go, and you, you know, you, you, you've... You, you've registered. You've already sure, registered. Sure, sure, sure. And then you yeah. go and you're like, hey, here I am. And yeah. you, you know, you check off your name and you, you, know, you fill out your ballot. And right. Boom. In someone's garage. They got the, they got the ballot. It's a miracle. Yeah. It's a miracle. Yeah. We'll have to give the true crew an update. Tell them what happened. I think they'll know by the time we Yeah, you guys will probably have a pretty good idea who the president is, or the president elect, Kevin Heffernan. That's right, the president elect. By the, uh, by the time this episode airs. Uh, yeah. It's going to be a big Same day. To say they'll all probably. I bet know. there will be a lot of exciting shit going on that day, though. I mean, there's there's going to be polling issues. There's going to be voter suppression issues. There's going to be all kinds of stuff. It'll be, it'll be exciting. Yeah. And then when it's all said and done, it's not going to be over. There's going to be a rift. There's going to be a giant rift of people. Yeah. Mad one way or the other. This has been a polarizing election. Totally. Um, and I am not excited for the aftermath, but I suppose it's an inevitability. That's right. So democracy is messy. That's what they say on me. It's gotten messier. It is much messier now. Um, okay, we're fighting ourselves. Okay, that's the problem. We're fighting ourselves. We are. We have to get over it. Yeah, we have to get over it. Um, okay, that's my thing. I love election day. It's like Super Bowl day to me. Okay, go. Boom. Okay, All right, but now okay. Um, you know what I love. Yeah, I love Halloween. Do you? I love Halloween. Okay. I love. I've always loved Halloween parties, and I've always loved like dressing up and getting a costume, especially when you have a, an awesome costume. Right. But now that I have kids, I love it even more. Right. Like I, I love trick or treating with my kids. Kids are fucking adorable <laughs> when they trick or treat. It's just the best. Yeah, they love it. Like they my, love it. Like my kid, uh, he had two different costumes. Okay. Like he, uh, he, he couldn't decide or what? Well, he went to school as a ghost. Okay. And I have to tell you. It was the cutest goddamn thing. What ever. is it? Sheet overhead with holes cut in it, ghost or? Yeah, yeah. I mean, or did like, you go more elaborate than that? No, no. Well, it was. Uh, it was like he got a ghost costume. Okay. So it was like you know, kind of like tattered ghost. Oh, okay. And then like a you know constructed hood with the, with the eye holes and everything like that. But like he was in character the whole day. He was that kid was a ghost okay. all day long. Woo! <laughs> okay. Woo! I'm okay. a ghost. And did he scare his little brother or what? Uh, no, his little brother was way into it. Yeah. What was the other costume? Uh, a penguin. 
Okay. So like that was a little more annoying because like was that the go out at night costume? He went out at night. Okay. As Why didn't he want to be a ghost out at night? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Because he, he just he. He's been wanting. To he be had a enough ghost. of it. He's been wanting to be a ghost forever, but then at some point he decided he wanted to be a penguin. Okay, and uh, but that was literally him walking around going peep 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 peep. <laughs> okay, I was like, dude, you sounds, got to that cool, cool it. Did they load up? They loaded up. I mean, we you know like the, the two and a half year old still he turned into a <clears throat> pumpkin at uh, <laughs> at about seven p.m. Oh, he was done. So we had to you know we had to call it a day, but right. uh, but they got a pretty good amount of of candy. Yeah. Okay, you wouldn't eat that or what? Yeah, I probably hit like three, you would of hit those, that? three of those per day. My kids have been very uh, possessive of their candy. Like, they've actually moved their candy into their bedrooms, okay. which is a dangerous thing. Yeah. Like, I walked in the other day, and my son was just eating candy in his room, just sitting around. Now, what's, <laughs> the, like, hey, what's the policy? Aren't you supposed to monitor that? It's no longer in their rooms. Okay, so you, you removed it from <laughs> their rooms. Yeah, I mean, right. we, we let uh, the kids have one piece of candy per day. Now. Sure. Right, their Halloween candy. You put it in their lunch. Put it in their lunch box. Yeah, right. And then, actually, I guess it's two because then after dinner, also right, we'll let them have another one. Right, and, but you don't have that policy. You have I don't have that policy. Four either. candies a day policy. Nah, What's dude, your their policy? bags get their loads been lightened a lot. <laughs> it's noticeable. They, it, well, the other thing is like uh, when the kids get a little older, it's harder to do that too. Like uh, my daughter um, went through her, you know, the bucket of candy and counted each. One and so she knows. So oh, she's like, man. "I have thirty-five Reese's uh, peanut butter cups." Just so you know, <laughs> is so that, she knows. Is that what you tend to pilfer the most of the Reese's? I definitely pilfer those. Yeah, because you know what, they're delicious. They're delicious. I yeah. pilfer those, but she counted them. She's like, "I have thirty-five of them." Oh shit, they know. And I was like, "Okay, okay." That's after on Halloween night when they get back. All right, everybody. You know, the, the kids say that to them. Remember, count your Reese's. Because <laughs> dad's, dad's going to take it. Yeah. It's still the same way it is, though, when I was a kid. It was like, hey, Dad, you want the Almond Joy? You know, they don't want that. They don't want the uh, the shit with the nuts in it. Oh, man, I'd take those Almond Joys. So will I. I love them. Actually, no, which is the one with coconut, though? Uh, Mounds. Right, I don't like that. But I think they both have coconut. They do? Yeah, but uh, Mounds, or Almond Joys got nuts. Mounds, Mounds don't. don't. Right, okay. <laughs> okay, they both have coconut. Yeah. I don't like coconut. Almond Joy's got nuts. Mounds don't. Um, okay, so I love Halloween. I love dressing up in costumes. Okay. love seeing the kids in costumes. I love trick-or-treating. Love it. I love it, too. And as a city boy, I'm really, you know, it's like I'm experiencing what trick-or-treating, uh, what the majority of America experiences with their trick-or-treating, which is going from house to house. Sure. That's a different thing. Running up the sidewalk and running up the stoop. Yeah. Getting your candy. Yeah. Getting all that candy. Yeah. And you, and you, you know, I, I know, I now know that, like, you know, your teeth are aching on Halloween. They are. My teeth hurt. And every day thereafter, you're just walking around with aching teeth. I can't do it anymore. We were, we were, you and I were standing last night in the snack shop at whatever, 2 a.m., looking at what we wanted to take up to our rooms with us. Yeah. And I couldn't go sweet because my teeth hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you poor guy. I had to go savory. You poor guy. All right, go. Um, I love uh, putting out the garbage. At my house, <laughs> Jesus Christ! You're really scraping. <laughs> I love. I'm not. No, I mean, I, I love the feeling of getting shit out of my house. Okay. And I'm talking about like I'll go in the garage and see what's lying around in there and just fucking throw it out. Okay. Anything around my house, I just I declutter and I just throw. Yeah, the it's shit like taking out. a life shit. Yeah, it's taking a life shit. It's <laughs> yeah. exactly right. Yeah. And uh, I love that feeling. I love it when the bins are full and I'm putting it out. Dude, that's great. Huh? That's poetic. I mean, are, are, you're are, you're a, you're a clutter guy. No, I, I'm a clutter guy, but I'm not a hoarder. So like, okay. I enjoy like my shit gets messy, and yeah. then I clean it up and throw it all out. And I like that. I like to purge myself. Okay. I, take, I like taking life shits. Okay. Um, and I, I love it. And I, but I will I will say that I'm also talking about recycling. I'm not talking about you know filling up the world's landfills. I'm talking about just getting shit out where it needs to go. Sure, sure. No, there's no <laughs> indictment going on. I'm not trying to be irresponsible. Uh, no, but I like like right now. My office is in need of it. It's time. Sure. And I identified it. I'm anal in that. Like now that I'm I'm doing an, a new draft of the script that I'm working on. I, ha- yeah. I have to, I'll finish that. And once I finish that, yeah, then the office is getting cleaned, and I'm looking right. forward to it because now it's time. Right. Isn't that another love though? Finishing a project. Yeah. Finishing a thing. Love that. Absolutely. I love submitting something. Right. I love handing. I love getting things off my plate. But but there is nothing like 
on any draft of a script, when you type the final, the end, or yeah. like you realize, yeah, I just made it all the way through. Sweet. Yeah. I'm going to print it. I'm going to reread it. Right. And then like, I'm going to hit send on it. Yeah. I'm going to send that's it a somebody. Nice, that's a nice feeling. That's a nice accomplishment. That's a great feeling. Yeah. Um, so you love taking out the garbage. I do. I like, I, like t- I like getting shit out of my house. I love that feeling. Okay. I like that, too. Yeah. I like that, too. I, like, I do like um, an undertaking, completing any undertaking. Oh, yeah. Like projects? Yeah. Projects are fun. Yeah. Like the other night, my wife and I decided a simple thing is like moving a gigantic uh, piece of furniture from one room to the other. Yeah. And we were sitting there talking about it, and we were like, let's just do it. Yeah. And we went and did it. It was a two-man job. We did it, and then, you know, it was just satisfying. Sure. I mean, it's not like a high up there and the things in the world that need to get done, but you did it. Yeah. Sometimes you cross it off the list. It's the small things. That's right. Good for you, bro. You know what I love, Kevin? Yeah. What? Yeah. I love, it still goes in this Portland thing and, and about my day-to-day, I love running next to a river. Running next to a river. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. love jogging down the side of a river. Well, I'll tell you this, and I'll tell you this, not to toot my own horn, but when I pick a hotel, yeah. oftentimes I will pick one on a river or on a water, body of water that has a walkway or a jogging path mm-hmm. so that I have somewhere to go. Okay. I do that on purpose. Oh, good. And I did that here on purpose. (laughs) Well, you are the best hotel selector that I know. Sure, And I sure am glad to be traveling You're lucky to be with me. And don't I (laughs) know it, Kev. But you went out today and you're like, this is a great jogging path along the the river. I did. The Willamette River. I did. I I loved it. And also, what I realized, it it all sort of came full circle. When we promoted uh, Beer Fest... Yep. Uh, Mink and I, I believe it was our second stop. Our first stop was Seattle. Then we came to Portland. Okay. Um, they, we went to a beer festival. Okay. Like that was, they took us to a beer, a, a beer festival. Yeah. And it was right here. It's, it was like, uh, when you run towards the bridge yep. and it got like, it was all grassy. Yep. That was where the beer festival was. Oh, okay. So it was an outdoor beer festival. It was an outdoor beer festival. And like, uh, there's great footage of it. Like, you know, we had like, uh. Like some drunk girl, like bum rushed and like crashed through a fence <laughs> okay. to get to us, and like, um, but it was cool. We, spent oh, I think I've seen that footage. Like, is in someone's yard or something like that? Or no? Well, it was, uh, it was, it seemed like it was in New York because there was a white picket fence. Fa- I a white picket fence. Oh, they put a picket fence. And up. she okay. came, she crashed through the white picket <laughs> okay. fence. Okay, like drunk. Fell, yeah, drunk. Okay, um, but I realized it was right here, so it was kind of nice because like it, it's everything's coming full circle. So I will actually say I've been to Portland more than three times. Oh yeah, okay. Now I remember I went there to promote uh, beer fest. Sure. But uh, and that would probably have been July or August of uh, two thousand six. Two thousand six, when Beer Fest came out. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I remember ha- meeting some really cool people at the Beer Festival. Sure. But uh, but running next to a river along right. a river is I love because it helps you run better or what? It's just beautiful. Uh, running along a body river, it's just like water is nice. Sure, water's great. Man. Yeah, water's cool. Back to Jimmy Buffett. I'm telling you. You're going to begin the new Jimmy I'm Buffett. Telling, you know what? I'm going to play my guitar on my boat, Queen. Okay. I'm going to write a song called Kevin's an Asshole. Okay. <laughs> that sounds like a good fucking I bet it'll song. be a hit. It'll That's be a big number hit. one hit. That's a super big hit. Okay, go. What do you love? Uh, I love, uh, on a day like today and a rainy day, a bowl of hot soup. Holy shit. I've got that right here on my <laughs> list. I, bo- I like a nice bowl of hot soup on a rainy day. Yeah, I, you know, like I was worried about that because I'm sure that I bet on our first uh, podcast of loves. I bet soup. Was we did hot up. soup. I bet soup was brought up because because okay. you love soup. I do love soup. I've never met a person who loves soup as much as you, you. love soup too. I fucking love soup. Right, you love soup. I would put myself in your category, but I sure. like I can go to a restaurant and order a different appetizer. But we went to McCormick and Schmicks. You got soup. I didn't. No, you didn't. But you got the other thing you get. <laughs> right. You only get two appetizers. You get soup or <laughs> the wedge. A wedge. I like a wedge. You like a wedge. That wedge is good. Yeah. I like a I like a wedge from time to time. Yeah. But like. Soup is fucking delicious. Soup is good food. Soup is delicious. <laughs> uh, what are what your kind? What? Oh, I was gonna ask you. Go ahead. What soup? What do you like? What are my favorite soups? I had uh, yesterday on a blustery day. I had tomato. It's okay. Delicious. Okay. It's delicious. Yeah, I like a tomato soup. Okay. But uh, but uh, clam chowder. Yeah, great. Is my favorite soup. Okay. New England clam. I think chowder, so too. I me believe. Too. Me too. I um, I love French onion soup. Sure, me too. I love lobster bisque. Good. I love corn chowder. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I love tomato soup. Love it. I love tomato soup. Although I, I think 
some tomato soups are better than others. Yes, so do I. Tortilla soup. I love tortilla oh, soup. That's good. That's good. <laughs> I love tortilla soup. Cream of broccoli soup. I love cream I th- of broccoli I'm, soup. I'm okay with that. It gets a little creamy, cheesy. Sometimes. Okay. I, I'll do... I'll do... I like black bean soup. I like black bean soup. I like a mushroom soup. I like... Yeah, yeah. What about chicken noodle? I like chicken rice better than chicken noodle. Okay. I like both those, but I feel like they're like the vanilla ice cream of soup. Yeah, but you know, like you got... Like I like matzo ball soup. Me too. Like when we go to the... When we eat a factor's deli. Oh, you know, yeah. Matzo ball soup. Holy shit, that's a salty treat. Yeah. Um, it's delicious. I used to... When, you know, growing up, I used to love uh, Campbell's chunky sirloin burger soup. Anyway. Um, soup. Soup. It's good. Soup. Cheese soup? Uh, do you like cheese soup? Uh, I find cheese soup to be a little rich for me. Okay. A little rich for me. I do love cheese. I love cheese. I love cheese. That's on my list here, right? Is it? Soup. I love cheese. I do. I do love cheese a lot. Uh, we should see if we can talk those restaurant people into sailing us over to the show. <laughs> right. Just un- unhook from yeah. the dock. Dude, come on. Just float over there. Let's set sail. Just get us across the river. That's all I'm asking. That's all we want. Right. We'll get an extra bowl of soup. We'll give you a little extra soup. All right. Do you have one more awesome love before we wrap it up or what? Um, one more know, great love. Do you know what I love? Yeah, I love women. Oh, I love nice. women. Okay, I realize that like like our you know our, our staff at the uh, at the club is is predominantly female. Yeah, and I just love you know the like what women bring to the table. Right, you know they're fragrant. Right, and delightful and pleasant. Yeah, and they just bring a, a thing that you don't get when you're a hanging breath out with of fresh air. Dude, they're just pleasant. What you're saying is that you've been hanging out with me too long in my farty stupor, mm-hmm. and you appreciate the opposite sex. I do. I do. But it, or it makes you appreciate the opposite sex. Well, it's like, you know, we do the meet and greets. Right. And it's like, you know, you get a bunch of dudes who come and they're like, yeah, I want to pick you up. Can I, can I pick you up? Can you <laughs> get on my shoulders? did it again. We had guys pick us up, pick me up again. This yeah. Time. Picked you up while I was on their shoulders. Yeah. You know, it's like they, yeah. they want to like. And they they strange, too. I felt them. Shaking, of course. Yeah, they're, of course. they're, they're big dudes. A little too. less because they had multiple guys carrying me. But yeah, but it's like you get some guys who are like, "Yeah, give me a hug, man. I'm a huge fan." And it's yeah. like, yeah, it's great. It's great. Yeah, Our problems it. could be worse. Love but it. then you get the girls who are like, they want a hug, right? And they like, you know, they're just. It's just nicer, you know. Uh, yes, I mean it's nice to know. Girls also, are nicer to hug than guys because uh, you also think about our humor. We've always been criticized for being uh, playing to men. Yeah. And it's nice when the women are there and they are also appreciating the humor. And you're like, okay, yeah. No, I love it, like when we're doing stand-up shows. Yeah, and you and you hear like the women laughing, right? Going nuts. Like when you have a good female laugher. Yeah, great. It's great. Great. It gets the whole crowd going. Yeah, which is good. But anyway, I love women. Women just okay. provide a nice. Me too. So do I. Th- they're a good balance to the world. They are. That's why you should have a third kid. To have a daughter? I didn't yeah. say I love daughters. <laughs> you said you love women. I so do. bring one into the world. I do. Women asshole. that I can hug. Asshole. You can hug your daughter. Yeah, but I don't. I'm, I can't because I don't have one. Okay. And I don't want one. Very All right. I love my daughters. I love your daughters too. Um, okay. Even though they pulled my pants down at that That's true. And humiliated that's true. me. Okay. That's true. Um, All right. That's it. Yeah. That's good. That's some good loves. You know what? I have one, one last love. Do it. Real quick. Yeah. I love doing stand-up comedy. Do you? I love it. I was thinking about that. I, I really do love when you try something new and it works. I love it. That's the best feeling. Well, that is the essence of stand-up comedy right there. Yes. And we talked about the irony that like, when you shoot a special, you, you've gotten to the point where you know all the jokes that are going to work. Right. Technically speaking, that is the least enjoyable form of stand-up comedy. Right. When, you're, when you have it all done and it's, it's too easy. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's great to get out that you know you've got your monster jokes there, but, but right. tr- the true thrill comes from... The unknown, trying something out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then the freshness of doing that new thing and making it better and better and better. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so you try a joke and people laugh at it. Like, That's an awesome feeling. And even there is something hilarious about when it doesn't work. Yeah. Because you did have to go out on a limb right. and sell the joke and then it got crickets <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> right, okay, right. well, right. that felt stupid. And it only feels stupid in that moment because you know what? You forget about it. Yeah. But you like, know, so there's nothing to be afraid of. Even though it's uh, not a pleasant feeling, yeah. on the other hand, you're done with it and you're like, how many times can you safely go out there and bomb? Right. Can one safely go out and bomb in life and it's still okay? Like, it's yeah. kind of a unique feeling that you only get from doing stand-up comedy. Yeah. I love doing stand-up That's comedy. Great. And I love interacting with the audience. That's a great segue into people. Make sure you remember to watch our special. Stand-up special. Yeah. Below the belt. Comedy Central. There was a lot of uh, crowd interaction in that special. It was fun. Yeah. And, uh, and we show it. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, November 11th. November below the 11th. On Comedy Central, two days from now. Yeah. Um, midnight. Check it out, True Crew. At midnight. At midnight, EST, yeah. 9 p.m. PST. Right. All right. Let's wrap it up. What are you going to chew right. on your way out? Um, I don't know. I'm gonna, I might chew a, like a Portland burrito. A Portland burrito? Yeah. They got good burritos here in Portland. Uh, oh, man. You know what they have? At the club, they have a delicious uh, pulled pork taco. Oh, that's right. I had six of them yesterday. Oh, my. Six of them? Yeah. That sounds, that sounds bad when you say it that. It's delicious. Don't you think it sounds bad? I, I staggered it. Okay. I certainly didn't need them. I was still hungry when I got home. Though. I was hungry. Um, all right. I'm going to have a pulled pork taco. Okay. I'm going to go burrito okay. on the way out. I'm Mexican. There we go. Yeah. Mm. Thanks, Chew Crew. Thanks, Chew Crew. We'll talk to you next week. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 